look forward to retirement and avoid the pitfalls. Keep listening for ways to maximize your retirement income. More Than Money with the Popowich Carmelli Advisory Group, CIBC Woodgundy, on News Talk 770. Welcome back. You're listening to News Talk 770 and More Than Money. And I think one of the biggest conversations I've had with my clients when it comes to independence, one is financial independence. The second one is mobility independence. And their driver's license is one of their most prized possessions because they look at that and say, if this government takes it away from me, I'm going to be very upset. A lot of them are very concerned about that. I've had conversations with individuals a lot younger than 65, and they're saying to me, those old people need to stop driving. They're ruining our roads. They're driving to slow. Get them off the roads. we got to do something about that. But I really want to know what the rules are. What are some of the stats that are out there? Those statistics are important to me because if it's a concern, then we should address it. If it isn't, then leave these people alone. So who else can I ask for? But John Borgen, he's the spokesperson at State Farm Canada. John, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me, Faisal. All right. So let's start off with some of the information here. What are the statistics like when it comes to people over the age of 65 and their driving records? Yeah, as part of our uh, road safety campaign this year, we decided to engage uh, seniors and their families about, you know, getting older and driving. And one of the most fundamental things we found out was that over 50% of Canadians plan on driving or holding on to their driver's license past the age of 80 and 26% over the age of 85. So as you mentioned, uh, having a driver's license and uh, with that mobility in mind is very important to Canadians. And so what did you find when it comes to and you don't have to give me exact numbers, but in your experience, do people over the age of 65 have higher collisions, um, traffic issues, so forth? Or is this just people saying, ah, they're, they're just labeling the people over the age of 65? Well, frankly, there is something to it. And it's not just State Farm Canada saying this. We're taking our feeds from people like at the, the folks at Transport Canada, for example. Yeah. They're saying that drivers age 65 and over represent 17% of fatalities on our roads. They only account for 14% of licensed drivers. And the rate of fatalities, according to Transport Canada, per distance traveled increases considerably after the age of 75. So there's definitely medical and scientific facts to the, to the, the whole point of when you age... Your cognitive skills slow down. Uh, you're, for some people, you're seeing uh, degrades, your hearing degrades, your mobility degrades, and that's going to affect your ability to operate any motor vehicle. Okay, so I have to come out clean. When I was talking to my friend Kaylee, she was telling me the same thing, and she's very smart when it comes to the science stuff, so she was giving me all the, all the same evidence that you're telling me right now, and I said, no, 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 they're fine. I think everybody should get a, a license test, a driver's license test, every five years, regardless of age, so we're all in the same bucket, but you, you, you laid out the facts, so Kaylee, I owe you an apology on Live on the Air, because it's, 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 it's an interesting piece. Now, let's, let's talk about when it comes to conversation and dialogue. Are, are Canadians actually having conversations either with their families or with major agencies like the insurance agencies and, and the government to talk about this kind of an issue, if it is an issue? Well, this is the whole crux of the survey, and this is what we're hoping to spread. We want to be a catalyst to conversations with elderly drivers amongst their families and especially their doctors and other medical professionals. Uh, when our survey also indicated a couple of other uh, a couple of other factors, Faisal, like the biggest factors keeping seniors from giving up their license, obviously number one is that loss of independence. But the other thing is is their lack of awareness about the warning signs of driving incapacity. And what that means is is that as I mentioned. 
mentioned before. Uh, a lot of times, you know, some of these people have been driving for 60, 70 years in some cases, yeah. and they just believe that they can continue to drive. But their physical characteristics degrade, and that affects them. So it's such a sensitive topic. I mean, are you going to be the one to go to your grandmother or grandfather and say, you can't drive anymore, granddad? Um, they're going to look at you and say, well, who are you to tell me what the heck I can do? Um, but then we also asked, you know, what would what are the factors that would lead you? Uh, we asked 60, those 65 and older, what would lead, lead you to, uh, to get rid of your license or no longer drive? And 94% said advice from a medical professional. This is a very sensitive situation we're discussing here. But what we're trying to say is, look, talk to your elderly family members about what's going on with their driving. Is their car getting dinged up? I know my mom, 76 years old, God love her, but her Toyota Camry scuffed all over the place. And she tells me she, you know, she hit something or somebody scuffed her in the parking lot. But then I say, well, she's driving my, my kids around. Those are my grand, those are her grandchildren, my kids. And safety has to trump this. So we're not saying there should be a cutoff age for people to stop driving. We're saying everybody's individual and you need to talk to your family and your doctor about a gradual degrade. Everyone that's listening is going to not drive at some point in their life. That's inevitable. It's like death and taxes. But if we can say, <laughs> let's, let's do this gradually, look for other options, taxis, uh, chats, for example, in Ontario who drives some people, the elderly around, uh, you know, public transit. So that we're not cutting people off from their independence is what we're hoping to achieve here. And I was talking to my producer, Whitney Dean, and she was telling me, you know, think about the autonomous vehicles that are coming out now. Look at the impact and the benefit it can help for people who are aging, who cannot drive on their own. They can still be independent, but they have they can use an autonomous vehicle, which will drive them around. And I thought that was very interesting. The hard part is letting go of the wheel. The, the loss of independence is not only... Um, having somebody take you around but more importantly having having loss of control behind the wheels i find that that interesting i know in alberta though um john what we find that is um i think it's 75 years of age you have to get a physician uh, to give you a medical report and i think that's correct at 80 yep. years of age every and every two years after that you have to get a, a physician's report do you find the physician is the best person to determine if you can drive a vehicle or not I think so. I, I, I think that's one of the biggest ones. And, and our survey even indicated that. I mean, you know, medical professionals are trained to look at ways that, you know, people are aging and, and how that's affecting them, whether that's affecting their hearing, their eyesight, their cognitive mobility. Uh, and you need, you, you need to hear, you need to see, you need to move your arms to drive. Uh, and, this, and the factor there is it goes beyond just the person driving. Think about the people you're sharing the road with. You mentioned, too, you know, how many people are complaining about they're coming up behind a senior in a 60 kilometer zone and they're doing 55 and yeah. they're you know freaking out sometimes they have to slow down because things are coming at them they're not they're not absorbing things as quickly as they did when they were 45 um so yes a, a medical professional is extremely important in this but again i i can't reiterate enough the sensitivity involved in this that's why we're trying to tell everybody talk to them again 94 percent of people in canada believe they should talk to elderly drivers about it only only 33 percent have actually done it and of those people who have 80 percent get very strong feedback, negative feedback from their senior family member. So it's such a difficult thing to do. But if you can encompass all these factors, you know, family, uh, talking, the medical professional, uh, trying to explain to the elderly driver that it's more than just you that we're concerned about, that might be the first step we need to take. 
So I had a bit of a conversation with my sister over the last weekend and said, you know, dad's driving has changed over the years. He's been mm. a great driver and it's changed over the years. He's now 73 and it's, it's, he's getting to a point where, you know, things are not as, as, uh, as he used to be able to do. So, so we'll have to at some point in the future have a conversation. And, and my sister says, no, no, you talk about it. And I said, I yeah. talked about his estate plan. You got to take away his keys. So that's, that's going to be, <laughs> that's going to be a lot harder. Don't well, you think we should try doing maybe a, a road test? I know there's been a, a lot of seniors protesting mandatory tests uh, test for drivers. Um, and would that not also help? Because sometimes doctors, although they have the expertise from a medical side, may not have the relationship with the patient to make that diagnosis in, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a time frame that the, the driver wants. So why not just have um, road tests as well? Well, that's a very excellent point. I mean, we have graduated licensing in many provinces when it comes to teens or new drivers. So there has been thought bandied about about doing something similar for those who get older. Now, you know, insurance companies are in the business of assessing risk. uh, And, you know, young drivers, the number one killer of young drivers in Canada is road fatalities. It far outstrips uh, illness or suicide. Uh, And as drivers get older, they become a bigger risk, not only to themselves on the road, but those around them. But it's not up to the insurance industry to do this. The government's, you know, every province is responsible for its Ministry of Transportation. And that's something that might need to be leveled in the future. If you're looking at what StatsCan's coming out with recently, in about how Canada is an aging population, for the first time now, those 65 plus outnumber those 14 under, I'm thinking that that's going to need to be addressed in the future. And what you said about what Whitney talked to you about in terms of autonomous vehicles, we're following that very closely. I'm 40, I'm going to be 40 48. I'm hoping that in 20 years from now, I won't need to drive myself around anymore, right? I mean, that would be great. I think 100 years from now, we'll be looking back and going, I can't believe we drove cars to begin with, (laughs) considering how many people die on the roads on a daily basis. It's pretty incredible. It's just a sign of the times. Well, this this topic can go on forever because we have so many different thoughts and conversations. But John, I want to thank you for joining us today. I really appreciate you help spreading the word about this, Faisal. Thanks for having me on the show. We've got John Bargain. He's from spokesperson from State Farm. Now, again, we're going to be discussing has you aged when what are some of the concerns that people have? Number one, health. Number two, running out of money. And number three, protecting their future so they know that they've got the money for all these other concerns that are coming up. And so this is what we're going to discuss on Tuesday, August 22nd, 7 p.m. at the Oak Ridge Co-op Wine, Spirits, and Beer. Now you need to reserve your seat, so give us a call, 966-8400. That's 966-8400, or you can register online at morethanmoneyradio.com. Now, a reminder here that you can also access past segments on our website at morethanmoneyradio.com, or you can have them delivered directly to you by searching for More Than Money, CHQR, on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Now, this has been a great show. I want to thank all of our guests, and more importantly, I want to thank Dave Popwich for not even being here because that's how such a great show we have. You've been listening to News Talk 770 and more than money. David Popovich and Faisal Carmelli are portfolio managers and investment advisors with CIBC Woodgundy in Calgary. The views of David Popovich and Faisal Carmelli do not necessarily reflect those of CIBC World Markets, Inc. Clients are advised to seek advice regarding their particular circumstances from their personal tax and legal advisors. If you are currently a CIBC Woodgundy client, please contact your investment advisor. CIBC Woodgundy is a division of CIBC World Markets, Inc., a subsidiary of CIBC and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada.
David Popovich and Faisal Carmeli are portfolio managers and investment advisors with CIBC Woodgundy in Calgary. The views of David Popovich and Faisal Carmeli do not necessarily reflect those of CIBC World Markets, Inc. Clients are advised to seek advice regarding their particular circumstances from their personal tax and legal advisors. If you are currently a CIBC Woodgundy client, please contact your investment advisor. CIBC Woodgundy is a division of CIBC World Markets, Inc., a subsidiary of CIBC and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada.